Hi, and welcome to this special edition of the City of Light Church podcast. I'm Pastor Trevor. And I'm Pastor Bonnie. Hello. And we're excited to uh, do an introduction to our summer Bible study on the book of Acts, also known as the Acts of the Apostles. And Trevor, we're actually recording this before we go on sabbatical, but when people are listening to it, it will be while we're already away. So it's like we're recording this into the future. Pretty exciting stuff. It's basically the same as the time travel from Endgame, Marvel, Avengers, Endgame. Pretty much. Spoiler. Same same kind of thing. Well, our Acts study, uh, it begins on Ascension Sunday, which is June 2nd. And Ascension study, we always read the first 11 verses of the book of Acts. And then the next week's Pentecost, and we read Acts chapter 2, where the Holy Spirit comes. And then we're just going to keep reading through the book of Acts for July and August. And we have some great preachers from City of Light, from our cathedral, and from our diocese uh, preaching through the first 12 chapters of Acts. And I'm really excited about it. So what we're going to be talking about for just the next few minutes together is um, just who wrote the book of Acts? what happens in the book and why do we as the church continue to read it? You know, why is it important for us, significant for us to keep reading? Um, and, and then at the end, we're going to just share some resources, um, for studying the book, for, uh, reading it and, um, for Bible studies and just some other resources that we have on our website. Awesome. So before we jump into all of that, um, Bonnie, what's your favorite story? There's so many stories in the book of Acts. What's your favorite one? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'd I'd just like to share a really fond memory of the book of Acts. And that's um, in our um, New Testament class. I think it was our sophomore year of college. That's right. You and I were in that class together and we were dating. And I remember we had this project of making Paul's missionary journeys on this color-coded map. And you and I spent so much time working on that and crafting that. And then I think you got a better grade than me. And so I was like a little bit bitter about it. But (laughs) Because it was the same. We just did the same thing. We did the same exact thing. I remember going home that year and my mom putting it on the fridge. That sounds sounds like her. Yeah, that sounds accurate. I've got a a fun memory of the Book of Acts too. Um, It's when I was in uh, high school. Um, At First Baptist Church in St. Clair, Michigan, we had a youth leader who taught Sunday school on Sunday morning, and his name was Ron, and he had been a biker his whole life, a motorcycle (laughs) guy, and he'd just come to the Lord a few years before that. So he'd ride into this Baptist church on his Harley, um, dressed completely in leather, um, all of his tattoos, all of his long hair and sunglasses, and he'd come into the youth group. And he'd teach us the Bible. And it was awesome. Mm -hmm. And it's probably the first time as a young adult that we really dug in and studied um, Scripture in in kind of like a deep, intensive way. And I still remember that and how how much his love for the Bible um, was imparted to, to me and some of my fellow youth groupers there. That's awesome. That's awesome. If I had to, if I had to share my favorite story from the book of Acts, though, Mm -hmm. I think I got to give it to my sister, Tabitha, otherwise known as Dorcas, AKA, AKA, which, you know, if you're thinking of possible um, baby names, like Mm -hmm. Tabitha, like maybe could work, you know, like Tabs, Tabby, Bitty, but like (laughs) Dorcas, um, (laughs) 
Dorcas. Like, not, not as much. But she was, I mean, this is an amazing story of a resurrection that Peter does by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I just, Tabitha is just a really amazing example of a, a female leader in the church in the book of Acts. Um, says she was always doing good to help the poor. Amazing. So and uh, so, it's just a really beautiful story of of God's power. Another crazy story. I like the Dorcas Tabitha story. I also like the story where Peter uh, Paul's preaching all night long, and someone falls asleep and falls out a window. Yeah. And dies. Yeah, that's. And then is raised back to life. Yeah. I mean, Amazing. so many crazy Intense. stories. Yeah. Um, so what do all these stories have to do with one another? Why are they collected together? Why do we read it and study it? I'm actually really excited to jump back into the book of Acts because City of Light, when we first started in the fall of 2015, the first thing we studied was the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was intentional. The book of Acts is about how the very first churches got planted. And so as we were being planted as a church, we looked to the book of Acts for our guidance and to learn who we we're supposed to be and we did it for six weeks in 2015 and we got through two chapters i think mm-hmm. i think we made it through two chapters mm-hmm. so i've always wanted to go back and make it further um so that's what we're gonna do this summer name of the book of Acts kind of tells us a little bit about what it's about. It's called the Acts of the Apostles. And so we see all of these followers of Jesus, the the apostles and then many others um, who are continuing the work of Jesus. The very opening of the book of Acts, um, Luke says in his previous book, the Gospel of Luke, he wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach. And so the implication is that this book of Acts is about what Jesus continued to do and teach. Only this time he's doing it through his Holy Spirit and through his church. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of um, where in the Gospel of John, Jesus says to his followers, you'll do even greater things than these. Mm-hmm. And so all throughout the book of Acts, we see um, the church empowered by the Holy Spirit, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, doing all of the things that Jesus did. So there's a careful kind of um, cataloging of of blind people being healed, lame people being healed, demons being cast out, people preaching the good news of the kingdom of God being here, um, and even people being raised from the dead. And, And the idea is that the church filled with the Spirit can do all of the same ministry Jesus is doing, only more, only to the ends of the earth. Mm -hmm. And so in this story of Acts of how the church started, we see a picture of of who we as a church can be when we're filled with the Spirit. Absolutely. And I think um, probably the most um, powerful example of that, or just where we see that packed in the most in one passage, is in Acts 2. And I'm just going to... I'm going to read it. Um, and as a uh, church movement, as a diocese, we have um, these what we call five S's that are just part of our DNA, part of our culture. And those are taken and plucked right from this passage. So the five S's, fully scriptural. Um, this is in Acts 2. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, 
fully sacramental. They were breaking bread and they were um, reciting the prayers of God. Full of the Holy Spirit, everyone was filled with awe. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. Free to sacrifice. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. So they were sacrificing from what the Lord gave them for one another. And then lastly, the, fi- the last five S's, the fruit of salvation. It says in verse 46, every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So in that, just that short passage, we see these five S's. And in that, we see this lens through which we can actually read the entire book of Acts. So I just want to encourage um, all you listeners as we're we're studying the book of Acts together this summer, as we're reading it, um, look for those five S's as you read it. Because this is just a beautiful lens to see the book through. Yeah. Yeah, and as we try to be a church that's fully scriptural, fully sacramental, full of the Holy Spirit, seeing the ability to freely sacrifice what we have, to see the fruit of salvation, as we want to do all those things, each story in the book of Acts uh, teaches us and draws us more deeply into that kind of life. Right. So who wrote the book of Acts? Um, Acts is part of actually a two-volume work. Um, So Luke wrote first the Gospel of Luke, and then he wrote the book of Acts. So it's kind of two parts, but it's all the same story, the story of what Jesus is doing and the story of what Jesus' church is doing. One thing that I wanted to mention about the the author of this book, Luke, that I think is so cool that... um, when we see him writing in the gospel of Luke, we see him as this observer kind of um, standing on the outside a little bit, writing and recording what he um, is seeing. But as the author of the book of Acts, he's a very active participant. Um, He says several times, um, oh, Acts 16.10 Luke says, after Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia. Yeah. So he's he's there. He like joins a, the, yeah. the, the trip. Yep. That's so cool. Yeah. And um, when you look at all of uh, Luke's gospel and the book of Acts, he has all of these eyewitness stories. Mm-hmm. And he says he talked to people who were there. And so he went around. He's kind of like a journalist, historian, interviewing people. And um, we read in Acts 21 that Luke and Paul visit Jerusalem and they were there for about two years while Paul was a prisoner. And so we can even imagine right there in the middle of Acts is when Luke is in Jerusalem interviewing all the people mm. who are involved in Jesus' birth and the crucifixion. And we get all these stories in Luke that none of the other Gospels have because Luke was there and did all the interviews. Um, how does Mary know that... She, or how does Luke know that Mary treasured things in her heart, you know? Yeah. How does um, Luke know that Simeon and Anna in the temple saw Jesus and held him up and blessed him? And mm. all of these moments like that, that Luke was spending that time in Jerusalem interviewing people. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and he wrote them to someone named Theophilus. So the first few verses of Luke and the first few verses of, uh, verses of Acts are addressed to Theophilus. And I love what the name means. Theo means God. And Ophilus, it's, it means um, love. And so it's, it's either someone who's loved by God or someone who loves God. And uh, I just think the book of Acts is for anyone who, who knows they're loved by God and, and who wants to love God. I mean, it's also a, a likely a, a, a real literal person, but symbolically that's just a cool mm. thing that Acts is written to us who love the Lord and who are loved by the Lord. So what is the background of the book of Acts? Um, One thing that is really amazing about this particular book in the Bible is that the book of Acts is action-packed. I mean, it's packing 30 years of church history into these the short amount of chapters, and it's just boom, boom, boom. All these crazy miracles, crazy stories, all of these characters showing up, all of these conversions. so it's just, it's wild. So it covers between 30 and 34 years from Jesus's crucifixion to Paul's imprisonment in Rome. As Jesus ascended into heaven, the, the spirit descended to earth and all of heaven broke loose. And like you said, Trevor, there were these ordinary men and women who had been disciples of Jesus and had actually seen Jesus perform miracles. Yeah. And now they're the ones actually doing them. Yeah. And that is just crazy to me. I mean, can you imagine like being one of those disciples and, and seeing Jesus raise someone from the dead and then going, okay, I guess I can do this yeah. now. I mean, when even just like the 120 or so folks that are in that upper room, when the Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost yeah, and from those 120, um, there's a movement birth that reaches to every single nation. Yeah. I mean, we think about our church of about that size, right. you know, like what, what could the Lord do to us if we fully surrender and enter into what the Holy Spirit wants to do? Yeah. It's exciting to think about. Yeah. We actually see, um, the entire outline of the book packed into one verse at the very beginning of yeah. the book of Acts in Acts chapter one, verse eight. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And if you follow along in the book of Acts, that's exactly the outline for the book, um, which is pretty cool that it's right there at the beginning. Yeah, it's like Luke's table of contents right right there. Um, So yeah, so there's the introductory chapter of chapter one, and then chapters two through seven are Jerusalem. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing ministry there. They're starting the church there. And then all of a sudden persecution starts to happen. And, uh, the, one of the first deacons, Stephen gets killed for preaching the gospel. And that kind of scatters everyone away from Jerusalem. Um, and then they head, uh, to the surrounding area, to the next ring. Right. So in chapters eight through 12, um, Philip goes to Samaria um, and the Samaritans, the half Jews, the half Gentiles are converted. And then in uh, chapter nine, the number one persecutor of Christians, Paul, has his conversion on the road to Damascus. And then Cornelius, the Gentile, converts. Um, and then we see in Antioch this church, the first multi ethnic church, um, which I love thinking about is founded. Um, This is where the name Christian actually began and where the church planting movement really sprung from and began from there. Yeah, so from Jerusalem to then Samaria and 
um, you know, different ethnic groups, different different walls are broken down as the gospel goes out. And once it gets to that multi-ethnic church in Antioch, then it can go global. Then it can go worldwide. And so that's chapters 13 through uh, 28. It's Paul's missionary journeys with his different teams, going to Asia Minor, back to Jerusalem, back to Asia Minor and Greece again. And then chapters 21 through 28, Paul journeys from Jerusalem to Rome, where he's imprisoned. Um, and that's um, many when many of his letters to all of the new church plants uh, get written that make up the rest of the New Testament while he's in prison. Yeah. Um, and what we see throughout that part of the book of Acts are um, regular people and ordinary communities of believers, ordinary churches, who will risk everyone, everything to invite everyone to enter in. They cross ethnic lines. They cross class boundaries. They um, include men and women. They include young and old. They mm-hmm. cross national identities and political boundaries. They go across the town. They go across the country. They go across the sea. They will follow the Spirit wherever the Spirit sends them and to whoever the Spirit sends them. Mm-hmm. And after those exciting uh, stories, it just abruptly ends. It, like, we don't know how the book ends, which I, you know, could seem unintentional, but at the same time, doesn't it make a lot of sense it that just, it yeah, ends that it, way? It just cuts off because the church keeps growing. <laughs> yeah, and, and those acts just keep going. Um, I love this quote by an American Presbyterian pastor um, in the 1800s. His name was Arthur T. Pearson. He says, Church of Christ... The records of these acts of the Holy Ghost have never reached completeness. This is the one book which has no proper close because it waits for new chapters to be added so fast and so far as the people of God shall reinstate the blessed spirit in his holy seat of control. So in other words, you guys, we're part of the story now. Right. This is, it keeps going. Yeah, well, and it's so cool to think um, how... Each new phase of history, the church has, has gone to new places and to new people groups. And mm-hmm. even today, as we see great migrations of people into all different parts of the world, we see the gospel then going in to each new place and each new people group. And, yeah. and we see that even as churches like City of Light and, and many other churches are planted um, into new communities that new chapters get written as we obey the Holy Spirit. Uh Before we close, I thought it might be fun if I quizzed you a little bit on the Book of Acts. What do you think? Are you ready? I mean... Like a lightning are, round? Let's go. <laughs> Wait, but I don't get to quiz you. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. But you're the senior pastor. That's what... I'm game. You, okay. I'm game. All right. Just don't judge me. No, these are... And also, these are very obscure facts, so you probably will get most of them wrong. So oh, great. It, it, it'll, it'll be great. Okay. Okay. So, question number one. Is Perga the name of a disease, a king, <laughs> a mountain, a ship, or a city? A city. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. You got that one right. <laughs> but I like those options. Those are great. <laughs> okay. What is the most mentioned? You'll probably get this one. What is the most mentioned city in Acts? Alexandria, Corinth, Jerusalem, or Troas? 
The most mentioned? I mean, I think it's Jerusalem because even when he's in other cities, he's like, send money back to Jerusalem. They're starving. That is correct. Okay. The, <laughs> Jerusalem is mentioned 60 times where those other cities are only mentioned like three or four. Okay. 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 This is So a, far, so good. This is Okay. This is the stumper. Okay. You ready? Okay. Yeah, you're doing great. How many miles was Paul's second missionary journey? How many miles? How many miles? Well, on his second missionary journey, he went to Asia Minor. <laughs> That's all I've got. <laughs> how am I supposed to know how many miles? Plus, it's in Asia Minor, so they would have measured it in kilometers, right? Or, or, or like or some fathoms some, or <laughs> some ancient a day's journey, ancient. right? <laughs> okay, how many? It's a little anachronistic, Woodley. <laughs> okay, it's 2,700 miles. Oh my goodness, that's so far. Do you know how long his second missionary journey was? I don't. How, how, like, like how many days it was? Yeah. No. It was three years. So three years, 2,700 miles. They just kept getting longer and longer. So his year. first was two years, his second was three years, and then his third was four years. Wow. Yeah. And most of that by foot. I would imagine. Well, so, he does. He did take some boats and some boats as well because he has the, ship, the shipwreck. That's another crazy story. The, the shipwreck, shipwreck. It is a crazy yeah. story. Yeah. And then they they survive, and then he gets bit by the snake in the fire, but he doesn't die, even though it's poisonous. That's crazy. Man, you hate snakes. Well, it's going to be an exciting summer. I know. Digging so, into the book of Acts. I'm sad to miss it. <laughs> this is such we'll exciting be, stuff. We'll be reading Acts um, in a different place That's on right. our sabbatical, but um, City of Light will be digging into it, and it'll be uh, just a beautiful uh, season. And if you want to dig into it more, make sure to check out the website, cityoflightanglican.org slash events slash Acts. And you'll see our reading plan there that can help you read through the book of Acts either in a month or in one sitting. Um, it takes about two and a half hours to read it in one sitting. You can read a chapter a day for a month or you can read it for two or three months. Um, there's a, some really cool videos by a, a group called The Bible Project that in a five or six minute animated video, they break down all of the backgrounds and all of the structures of Acts. It's really, really good. Um, I've also got uh, Bishop Stewart's sermon on Acts 2 and being a 5S church uh, listed there, as well as some books and devotionals that you could study on your own or with your household or in a group um, to dig deeper into the book of Acts. Awesome. So join us on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. all summer long. We're doing the book of Acts from June 2nd to August 25th. We meet at 10 a.m at Hill Elementary, and we will be devoting ourselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, the prayers and the breaking of bread. Thanks for listening to this podcast from City of Light Anglican Church. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us online at cityoflightanglican.org. And now, may the light of Jesus scatter the darkness from before your path.